The RPG Show presents A Fate Core Campaign Can a balance be struck between science and mysticism? What truly lies in the impenetrable space between the specks of light in the sky? Can three unsuspecting heroes stem the tide of impending evil? Will light find a way to fight back the cold, threatening darkness of space? Find out on this episode of The Dramada Adventures. Hi, and welcome to the RPG Show Presents Dramada Adventures. With me today, I have, I guess, some dudes that are playing a game with me. I don't really know. But, first up, we have Nick Stabstick Gantner. What's happening, brother? Uh, just another day in paradise. All right. We also have Marcus Not-So-Insane-In-The-Membrane-Perez. How are you doing? I'm perfectly fine. Not oh. insane at all. All right. So, Marcus, why don't you give me a recap? What happened last episode? All right, last episode we fought with uh, Big J, which ended in his demise. Uh, I didn't learn anything um, other than uh, receiving some coordinates to the planet's surface. So that is where Nick and myself are headed. Okay, all right. So uh, you've been riding with Jacques for uh, some time now, a few hours. Um, as you go lower on Dromeda, of course, the you get less light from above and more from artificial surface um, places. So um, as you get to where he's slowing down, the alleyways and travelways are much tighter. Uh, you see fewer people. You do see more trash. And the light has changed from, you know, bright um, fluorescence to more um, a more dim Think of a, like a soft, low-wattage bulb, like that yellowy, uh, hospitaly, like old hospital color, sort of yeah. emanating from walls in different places. Everything down here is wet because uh, fluid, precipitation, all that sort of drips down, and all of it is sort of dyed this ugly green-brown color from all the, the wash that's coming off of the buildings the fi- the higher you go up. And it it smells. It does not smell great down here. Um, okay. Essentially, um, Jacques pulls up and stops. And he goes, this is about as far as I'm going to go. Uh, you should be directly above your destination, and good luck to you. All right, well, thank you. Okay. Well, so, Nick... Um... How do we like get further down from here? I wonder. Um. Well, your guess is as good as mine. I'm sure there's similar um, methods to how we traverse between tiers higher up. So far, um, traversing between higher and lower tiers has been less. Um, it sort of feels like a natural sort of incline, like you're coming down a hill and then you go around and come back down. So anywhere there's a road where it's got a incline downwards is likely to take you further down. Um, but at this point, the road, uh, the, the walkways and travelways appear more flat. So there's less, there are plenty of uh, ways that look like they head up, but you don't immediately spot any that would go down. All right, well, let's uh, walk around here for a while and see what we can find. Uh, Sounds good to me. Okay. Um, So you walk for a while. Uh, The further you walk, the quieter it gets. So um, where he left you, you could sort of hear the buzz of the city above. You could sort of hear um, commerce, people, and industry in the background. But now where you are, it is dead silent aside from the hum of nearby lights and the occasional dripping water. Um, and it definitely feels like you're being followed. Mm, so it's more of a, like a, a third, like a sixth sense on the noticing we're being followed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, can I, can I roll a notice to see if I notice anything? Sure. I'll also try that. Okay. Uh, zero. <laughs> All right. 
negative one. Negative one? Okay. Um, neither one of you immediately pick up on um, anything in particular, but the longer you sit in the quiet and concentrate, the more you can hear scuffling in the distance. It does not appear to be getting closer, though. So, like, when you stop and listen, it happens and then sort of fades away. If you move again and stop, you hear it and then it fades away. Uh, Is it reasonable to assume that it's just a screen of low dwellers? That is reasonable. All right. Um, So on our travels, have we noticed anything aside from everything getting more dingy? Like, are we descending or are we just, just kind of like you're still at a, uh, a flat level uh you haven't found anywhere um to go down now uh um, well, are we passing like buildings like entryways and stuff like that you are passing uh buildings but you have yet to see um anything other that does not appear to be like an average uh door to a dwelling you haven't seen anything that wasn't just like your basic entry level to a building somewhere. Okay. Um, in the distance, however, um, you can see some red lights, some some dim red lights. Uh, red light district help you out some money. Yeah, I brought all of it, so it should be good. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Obviously, I doesn't understand the reference. Um, but he, you, as you get closer to the red light, you can see it is a set of very large double doors. Um, so there's like what lights above the doors or is it like around the doors? Like, so like think small tubular lights at e- like every few intervals around this door with, um, however, the door appears to be barred with a huge sign on it. Um, think blast doors and, uh, around it seems to be walled off. So this is essentially a dead end. There's no like control panel or terminal or anything on it. No, but when you, um, well, not immediately that you see. The first thing before you even see or look for a control panel is a, on the door it says danger, no entry, and it is labeled with one of the guilds. Do we recognize the guild? Um, it would have been one of the mercantile guilds that had... Um, oh, existed before this happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that looks promising. You want to try going through there? Yeah, let's see what we can find. I push open the door. Well, you're not going to push open blast doors. Um, if you look closer, you do see a control panel on the inside radius of the blast doors. That's all. all right, you so know. I'll plug into this uh, control panel as and then get, try to uh, unseal them. As you get closer, um, you hear that scurrying again, but you hear it getting closer. Kind of like that. Do you want to see what that is? As um, from the light emerges a singular person is a woman. Um, she appears very emaciated, obviously hasn't eaten much, obviously very poor, um, wearing sort of loose tattered clothing, no shoes. Um, and she, she holds out a hand. And she says, stop, stop, please. What do you mean? Stop. Why? Please, please don't open that door. Well, what's behind this door? Monsters. Uh, what sort like, of monsters? Have... No, no light makes monsters. Have you seen these monsters? Long time ago. How old are you? Uh, she appears to be um, very old, but she responds with, uh, I don't uh, uh, count much. Don't remember. Well, All right, well. Strange. We need to get through here, so we'll just close the door behind us. Does that sound like a good plan? No, I can't. I can't. I can't let you do that. You can't. You can't let us do that. Okay. I'd like to see you try to stop us, Grandma. Uh, we'll have to then. And as she says that, the scurrying gets louder, and approximately eight or so um, younger, also emaciated individuals appear out of the shadows and step into the light. Um, are they holding anything? Uh, some of them are holding pipes. Um, some of them maybe some chains. Others what loose loose garbage. Others bare hands. Now there's no need uh, for this, people. Oh, yeah. We can make it through and lock you guys back in 
you know, you'll be fine. They'll come fast, and uh, I can't let you do that. The old lady speaks again. Okay, well, we need to get through there. Is there another way that doesn't provoke monster attacks? No, you can't go lower. It's too dangerous. Well, that's for us to decide, not you. Okay, well, at this point, uh, she sort of screams, and her uh, lackeys or minions come running at you. Man, I'm so afraid of these emaciated people. Do they even have the strength to hit anything? You don't know. Wouldn't you like to know? All right. Um, both of you roll notice again for me. Are you implying that we don't notice like eight or so dudes running at us right now? That's just, it's the stat Two. that's used to establish um, turn order. I know, I'm just fucking with you. I got a three. So what'd you have, Marcus? Two. All right. So I think Marcus. Okay. <clears throat> well, the first one comes run- running out of the shadows at Nick, um, holding a chain, and strikes at you with fight. All right, well, I rolled a three. Defending with what? Oh, uh, athletics, and we move out of the way. He swings, and you manage to slide out of the way. As another one comes out of the shadows with what appears to be a pipe, Swing at you again. Christ. Alright, athletics again to dodge this new attack. It rolled a two. Alright, tie, but he has an advantage. He gets a bonus. But you deflect, you don't take any stress. On the other side, a minion, a female minion comes running out trying to scratch at uh Marks his face. With a Can three. I use my fight as a defense to just punch her in the face? No. It's like counterattack. No. Alright. Oh, um, that would be a good stunt, though. It would. So I guess I'll have to use physique to try to shrug off the scratches. Okay. Ooh. Uh, zero. Ooh. That's no bueno. So she... You, do you don't have a bonus to physique? It's plus one. It's plus one, so a zero? Yeah, minus one plus one is zero. All right, so that is a three swing. Do you have... Uh, what are you going to absorb that with? I'd have to use a consequence, moderate, a four. All right. We'll say you have... Um, she gets you good on your neck. You have a deep cut. So mark off moderate deep uh, consequence with deep cut. How does this negatively impact him? Uh, I will establish that at a later date. Okay. All right, Nick, your turn. All right. Um, seeing that my partner has now been injured, um, I've had enough of this bullshit, so I'm going to use my stunt army of one. Okay. Um, if you recall correctly, that makes me spend a fate point to attack every enemy in the zone once per scene. Sure. And I'm going to do that with fight. Okay. So do I need to roll eight? Yes. So roll against each one. We'll go down the the line. So starting at the top. Okay. Starting at the top, I rolled a neg two for a total of four. I mean, right. a total of two. My bad. All right. So you take out the first minion. All right. That'd be shitty rolls. All right. I rolled a neg one for a total of three. You take out the second minion. Oh, we're getting better. I'm getting I'm getting better at this. I rolled a zero, so a total of four. <laughs> Alright. Third minion down. And we're back to second again. Neg one to a total of three. Fourth minion down. Ah, neg two, total of two. <laughs> that minion's down. Uh, rolled a zero, total of four. Really killed that minion? Hey! A plus two, total of six. That minion's down. Last minion. Neg one, total of three. Killed the last minion. 
All right, so I guess if I were to describe this, uh, my character's like, I've, like, I'm not, I ain't got time to deal with this fucking trash. I fought way more difficult opponents, and he just kind of goes all out, does his super ninja assassin bullshit, like, is, like, slicing his, his, one of his knives through somebody's throat as he's spinning and kicking some guys, uh, like, turn around and kicking some dude in the face, breaking their neck. Like going in and out, weaving through stuff, and just like slicing guts open and everything like that. Down they go. At this point, uh, the older woman sort of bows her head and steps back into the shadows. All right, I turn to Maylor and I'm like, "Hey, man, you all right?" Uh, I think uh, I think I'll be okay. Uh, I don't know if we do. We need to bandage that up. It looks kind of bad. Yeah, we should probably cover this. Is bleeding a lot. All right. Uh, there's no like healing skill, right? Uh, no. All right. Uh, can I use my crafts to craft uh, something? I don't see why not. Guys, I'm gonna go through my bags and uh, you've got gold or something, right? Sure. So I got uh seven. All right, you managed to um bandage it, but the wound is still there. I mean, it's not gone, but it's it's you've stem the tide of bleeding to start oh boy all right um i'm so, going to old lady is she still there no she's she's walked away okay all right uh can i investigate the corpses and see if i learn anything interesting from them they are poor emaciated people okay so there's no significant markings on them or nothing like that okay uh no okay uh well then i guess we will go through the doorway right all right, so you manage to sort of circumvent the um, security on the door, and it slowly cracks open. Out from that opening, it smells putrid. Um, the smell of rotted meat, uh, feces, urine, just every foul, rotting smell you've ever known. Oh man, maybe pouring, we should have left this closed. Comes pouring out of that. Okay, so we haven't stepped through there yet, right? No. Okay, so I turn to Maylor. I'm like, all right, so maybe they, uh, maybe they're onto something with this monster thing. Um, maybe we should take some corpses with us as bait, just in case. Yeah, whatever's going to keep us alive down there. Say that again. Whatever's going to keep us alive down there. Okay, so I'm going to, like, I guess carry one of the corpses, one of the bodies with me. Okay, that's all I can carry. I'm a-okay with this plan. I'm going to let you guys go with this plan. But just to give you a metaphor, that's like jumping into the ocean and saying, I want to avoid sharks, so I'm going to carry dead fish. Just. Well, you know. Throwing that out there. You can throw it and swim away, right? Or create a feeding frenzy. However you want to look at it. Ah, shit. Well, we're probably covered in blood anyway, right? You are covered in a corpse, headed into this deep dark. Oh, I meant like from. Oh, what like if we, what if we kind of just pile them up, uh, you know, a little bit, a ways into the entrance, so anything that is there will go to the pile. I like that plan. Okay, so you guys set up this pile of corpses um, before heading down into the lowest level and to Terra. Now, do you close the door? Uh, is there uh, another access pen on the other way? Like, would we be able to get back out? Um, I would say yeah, it's safe to say that there's an access panel on the inside. Well, they said it was. You said it was dark. Can we see anything without this light? No, there is no source of light on the inside. I feel like we may not be able to find our way back to the door if we close it. Is there any way that we can like craft a torch or something like that? I would say it's safe to say one of you has some sort of light source, whether it be a flashlight or LED light or energy lantern. Okay, well, then I guess we'll close the door. Okay. If that's cool with you. Yeah, let's close it. I have a, a LED light in my communicator. Okay. okay. So uh, your wrist gadget flickers alive. It sort of flips out two um, sort of bulb-looking objects as they light up. So your hand now kind of looks like a torch with this bulb of bright white light around it. Alright, so using the this new uh, source of light to guide our way ahead down the path. Okay. Down here um, is much more open. Um, you can 
hear what sounds like flowing water. Um, you can sort of, the buildings are less doors and windows, more solid uh, metal beams around pre-existing structures. Um, so you do see um, smaller, more primitive buildings between massive, massive metal columns. As they, These columns are supporting the city above us? Uh, assumedly, yes. Um, what you do see, uh, if you go closer to some of the buildings towards the side of the streets, uh, there are skeletons on the side of the road and entrances to doorways. Um, a lot actually piled up to the left and right of that that massive barricade that you passed through. Um, if you look closer at the backside of the gar- barricade, there are a lot of scratches. Um, not wide scratches, but tons of small scratches, like people clawing at the doors. Oh, we got trapped down here. Um, as you proceed, um, assumingly, now there is an incline. There is obvious way down. Um, you mean a decline? That's what I meant to say, decline, sorry. Uh, every now and then, you hear some clicking. Uh, like, did you notice that? Or, uh, Nick? Uh, yeah, I heard something. Like the sound of uh, a tongue against the back of your teeth. Like, that's this is not creepy in the slightest. Like, should we try to look for the source of this sound? Uh, it's coming from various directions. Sort of up on, maybe sort of up on platforms towards the, what you would assume would be the bottom in the city, city, but is now sort of like the ceiling to you now. So imagine now you are completely below plates. There is no way up. It is essentially, you are now beneath the floor. Like if this massive planet wide city had a basement, you are now in it. All right. Well, I'm definitely feeling the horror element now. Good stuff. So, um, the clicking seems to be coming from various directions, and then every once in a while you hear it like like a coo, like like that noise. I don't think this is coming from one thing. Uh, we should probably proceed. Like pick up our pace. Yeah. Let's let's get uh, let's get down to the surface quicker. I'm starting to regret this uh, decision. It'll pay off think as um you get further down the the noise sort of does dissipate like it's sort of behind you but at this point you have reached bottom but on bottom at least as far as you can tell is somewhere under liquid now to describe this liquid would be to describe the foulest waste you have ever seen um, in the distance, you can obviously pipe, see pipes from below the city, sort of um, pouring down into here. And sort of around those pipes, you can see what appears to be gas furnaces. So um, it is sucking in the gas emitting from this foul liquid, burning it, and pumping that up to the city. There is some dim light from each of these quote-unquote gas furnaces and every now and then they do let out a loud clang uh, I want to uh, look at the um, Jake, you I, wanted, I wanted to see like how close we are to our coordinates there how much further do we need to keep traveling um, it is you are close it was it is somewhere a little further out from where you are um, out into this swampish territory um, is there like a sticker and thing I can use to determine how deep this stuff is? I'm sure we step um, into it? you could break loose a rusty pipe of some kind. All right. Uh, I found one that's about three feet long and rip it off and attempt to gauge how deep the, uh, the muck is. Okay. Um, you stick the pipe down in the muck. It would be about mid calf to knee deep. Um, and if you look at it closely, it does appear to have a current, but sort of the current that you would see in a swamp or marsh, very slow, very meandering. Okay. Is there a way, 
Like, is there a way through this, like around it, like any solid ground around it, or is it all just kind of uh, like muck? And then you got the furnaces in the middle of them. Everywhere appears to be muck. There, there may be some solid ground around the furnaces, but um, other than that, it appears to be this. This is the city's waste and grime, and this is where it is. Oh, um, no choice. So your thing says we have to go through here. Yep. All right. Well, don't touch your neck, man. You want that to get infected? Yeah, I'll try to keep it away. Okay. <clears throat> I guess we start wallowing through this crap. Literally. Yes, as you start, uh, not necessarily wading, but sloshing your way through um, this sewage, essentially, um, you're getting closer to your destination, which appears to be between two furnaces in the distance. Um as you keep walking, though, the necessarily the ground underneath you isn't always necessarily solid. Um, it is, in fact, solid in that you can step on it and walk on it, but not solid in that it is one piece of something. It is lots of little things that have sort of been crushed down and packed down into um, some sort of, you know, traversable garbage. So you manage to keep walking. Um, however, from your right, you begin to hear a lot of noise, like a like a sloshing, smacking, uh, humming noise coming from your right. In that direction, is there any kind of light, or is it all dark in that area? It is dark. Okay, so I'm gonna aim my um, my communicator's light over there and try to see if I can see anything. Um, you can see. As it gets closer, you can see um, rhythmic, rhythmically the sewage being sloshed up. Like so, something comes out from underneath of it, f- flings it up into the side, and just keeps going. And it's getting closer and closer and closer. All right, uh, are we close to a furnace? Um, reasonably close to a furnace. Yeah. All right, uh, Miller. I don't know what the hell that is. But uh, I don't like the fact that it's coming towards us. I feel like we should get more towards stable ground. So let's get let's get to the head towards the nearest furnace and wait and see if it just kind of passes us by. Like might help to turn off your light, and then we'll like we'll huddle, huddle down next to it and see what happens. Okay, I agree. Let's head it over. So you run over towards the um, the furnace and sort of crouch beneath it, and in its light you can see what appears to be a large machine come by. Um, it has a essentially think of a paddle boat front wheel and sort of vents to the side. Now, as on the back end of it, think of one of these furnaces, but more um, bug shaped where it comes up circular at the bottom up to a weird odd point with sort of grating. And it appears to be burning some of this muck and emitting a foul smelling gas, which in turn reasonable to assume that it's sucked into the furnace and burned as well piped up to the city is there so any biological creature on that thing or is it just the machine um it's hard to it's hard to see without um the light all you can really see is the faint inner glow of whatever is powering the machine um now if you listen real closely there is obviously noises accompanying it that are apparent that are not necessarily mechanical. Like it sounds like there are, it could be dragging things. It could be, it could have a loose part. It could be things jumping around the back of it. There's really no way to tell without light. Gotcha. All right. Um, can we, is there any way we can like get on? Like, is there like a, like a surface we can get on to or um, around these furnaces are concrete sort of islands round in nature but the gap between the concrete and the base of the furnace is not tall enough for you to fully stand in you can sort of crouch in that crevice that's sort of like an uh circular angle around the bottom of it but it's really hot right here this furnace is hot hotter than hell I um i think we i think it's safe to to investigate this machine the thing floating on this fucking muck yep all right, do you want to like shine a light at it first and see, make sure there's nothing on there? Yeah, let's uh, let's take a look. Okay. So, when you turn on your light and look at the rear end of the machine as it passes, 
it is like i said imagine uh a paddle boat sort of wheel right on the front but made of metal and more blade like so towards in the center it gets wider and it's obviously an edge that comes down the top as it scrapes through this garbage um somewhere in the back of it it is pulling in that that muck into this lit center to the sides they're like think snowplow edges and behind it is where you see four or five creatures they appear humanoid in shape um imagine there's emaciated people you saw earlier but more like full-on like golem status um the skin's pulled away like pulled on their face um tight their eyes are sunken in and when the light hits them they turn at you and scream this ungodly scream two of which on the sides appear to be larger start chittering their teeth as they jump off the machine and head towards you oh no god damn it great plan Maylor. um if you turn off the light can we still hear them coming like if we start moving to another furnace um if they they may be blind because if there's no light down here or very little light they may they may have they may have reduced vision okay uh, do you turn off the light? No, I keep it on. Okay. Um, they get closer. There is a total of five of them. Okay, so the light's not helping. I'm going to turn it off now. Um, as, as soon as you turn off the light, you start to hear that chittering you were hearing earlier. But a lot of it. A lot of that chittering and clicking noise. And they definitely sound like they're getting closer. All right, well, I'm going to... Back away slowly, make as little noise as I possibly can, uh, and head towards another, like another furnace, I guess, using a stealth check. Okay. Fuck. All right, I get a zero. Ooh. Um, as you slowly sort of back towards the um, next furnace, something harder than usual hits the back of your foot, and you fall down into the muck making a loud splashing noise. They are full-on headed towards you guys now. Lovely. Um, I guess we gotta fight them, right? I mean, that's what you choose to do. I don't know, we can barely see uh, them. Well, do you want to try running towards the coordinates? Maybe there's something over there we can use. Yeah, let's try to head that way and see if we can get away from them. Okay. Alright, so you guys take off full sprint towards the coordinates. Um, we are going to have what they call a contest. Well, I guess, I don't know if that's really oh, what Christ. they call it. Think of it as a skills challenge, okay? Where you are trying to get to the, the coordinates and lose these things. They are trying to catch you, okay? So, um... Since you've decimated the role so far, Nick, Marcus, you go first. Now, the way this works, and this is sort of similar to how I run in Dungeons & Dragons, you pick a skill, um, describe that skill progressing you towards your goal while or doing something to hinder the, the things after you. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Um, you have to successfully do one or the other. You cannot use the same skill that Nick just used or the skill that you used last time. Okay? You follow me? Yep. Okay. Um, also, let's say, Marcus, you choose to do something to hinder the creatures. Nick, that means you need to do something to further your goal towards getting to the coordinates. So if one of you does something to get further, then the other one sort of sort of alternate back and forth. Um, I don't, like, I'm not going to say that you can't also hinder the creatures, but um, I don't want it to become six rounds of you hindering the creatures because then we might as well have fought. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Got it. Um, so can I, I'm going to use a deceive um, to like trick them into going a different direction. Sure. Like kind of get them off of our trail. Throw something in the distance. Okay. Uh, there's a one... One does not succeed. All right, so they're still chasing us. Shit, still chasing you. And the way how many fails is, we get? You get four fails. 
and you need four successes. All right. So that's one fail. All right. I will say that the uh, the object that Maylor threw actually got the attention of a creature that we couldn't see, but they were actually really close to us. So it's like it goes to attack, like it's lunging at Maylor, but I will use my fight skills to beat it off. All right, I'll allow it. All right, I got a four. That is a success. Okay, Marcus. Um, would you say that this muck is flammable? Well, yeah, it is flammable because they turn into the gas, right? Most definitely. <laughs> okay. Um, can I use resources to uh, light it on fire and create a wall of flame behind us? Hmm. I think resources has more to do with your personal wealth than. Uh, 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 you could what about my? Life? You could do crafting to sort of make like have a real quick makeshift gas bomb or something. Oh, see, when you said that you couldn't use something you've already used, you meant like within this section. Like I couldn't use um, what was it? Now you can't use deceive again until you okay. You can't use okay, deceive I get it. Until your next turn, and you can't use fight until your next turn. Okay, uh, so I'll use crafts to um, uh, create like a, a little barrier behind us that'll block them from running after us. Uh, I don't think you have time to stop and make a barrier. Like, I. I mean, you could make something else other than a barrier. Like, think outside the box on that one. What if I make, like, a little, um, you know, I grab, like, a, a floating piece of something and uh, use it to kind of move along faster? Mm, be more specific. Okay, so there's, like, a, a floating... Um, you know what they use for... Um, like those wood things that they put like uh, those uh, crates on. Skid? Like a pallet? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Like a skid. Or a pallet. It's kind of floating. Yeah, like a pallet. There you go. Pallet. Yep. It's kind of floating along and we uh, jump on that. To sort of get some traction and jump back off of? But that would be athletics, not crafting. Because you're not actually making anything. All right, then what if I just make like a little grenade to throw back? Or like a flashbang, something to distract them? That would be that's perfectly perfectly good use of crafting. Alright, so I got a six for my flashbang. That definitely worked. They threw the flashbang and boom, they kind of screech and tear, but they regroup and come they're still after you. Let's let's do some stuff to further your progress forward, shall we? Okay. Um that that was gonna sound like I'm stealing your idea with the whole pallet thing but i was like my idea was like all right we're running along and then if we happen upon something that's a particularly stable piece of ground in this muck and that allows me to kind of like just grab Maylor's arm and make a, a a pretty strong leap forward with athletics okay roll it uh three that's a success at this point as you leap um you land, and now you are sort of on a solid concrete um, platform as you get closer to your destination, because you're really close now. You can start to see large shadows of the st- of some sort of structure emerge in, in the distance. Cool beans. Marcus. Okay, Um. let's see. What can I use here to further our progress? You can't use crafts, and you can't use athletics. Deceive. Okay. Use deceive. All right. You, yeah, you can use deceive. No, I'm saying that's the one that I used. The first one was deceive, and then I used crafts. Yeah, but you can use deceive again. Oh, really? Yes. Hmm. Okay, then. Um, well, now, how would I, you know, to use that to further our progress? That's that's your job, not mine. What are your highest rated skills? Crafts, uh, context, fight. That's four, and then context and fight is three. What are your twos, your plus twos? Lower resources and investigate. Hmm. I wonder if somebody could use investigate as a weapon. Oh, okay. I'll investigate. Um. Or notice. The DC on this is not very high. Is it a two? I feel like it's a two. That's a possibility. I mean, you failed on a one and succeeded on a three, so it's either a two or a three. Okay, I'm going to notice that the door is closer than we thought, and we're closer. <laughs> no. No, no, no. 
you can um, use notice to see if there's somewhere you can dip in and to lose them, or you can investigate to see if there's a uh, clear path, um, or you can also notice for that. Don't care. You can investigate to see what you're running up on to better, um, I don't know, affect your angle of approach. Here I am again, giving you examples. Come on, this is your job. Get together. Be creative, be a badass. This is what this is for. All right, I'm going to investigate the uh, the ground that we're walking on and um, gain some traction and run faster. That's so obscure, but I'll allow it. Ooh, a zero is not a success. Yeah. Damn it, Baylor. All right, Nick. Cannot use investigate, cannot use athletics. That's fine. Uh, I will use stealth. And what we will do is, uh, as we make our approach, I notice a kind of like an outcropping. Um, and so I will pull us to the side and hide hide us, hide behind there, hopefully to uh, keep us from being detected. Okay. I got three. That is a success. Okay. So you pull yourself behind what appears to be some sort of structure. Um, you hear the creatures run by on the outside, their knuckles and and toes sort of mashing against the concrete as they run past you, um, continuing to chirp and make loud noises, um, soon followed by a splash. They're back into the muck um, looking for you. Um, As you gather yourself and notice your surroundings, um, the building, the concrete has turned to cobblestone. So it's um, round stone pieces with some sort of... um, grout or mud or something packed between the stones um what you're currently hiding behind is a wall made of the same material um as you look out into what is obviously a courtyard past that um you see a large building with a pointed roof and ornate symbology all over the building and the roof this is obviously some sort of church or temple okay well he's the one with the the coordinates then all right, so this is it, right? This is it. Your coordinates are somewhere in the church. All right, so let's uh, try to find an entrance. Uh, is the so there's a obviously there's a doorway. Uh, is it like locked in any way or? No, it's actually um, cracked open. Okay, so um, let's head on in, Chase. Okay. Um, you enter into the main room of this um this building. It is lined with rows of seats with a large platform on the other side. Um, There are large pointed windows on um, each side of the wall, more more ornate symbology all around. Um, But the one thing that is very striking is this building's full. It was packed to capacity. There are corpses in each row of seats, in every seat and some lining the walls. Um, some of them still in positions of worship, others having died and slumped against the walls of the building. Um, yeah. Is there anybody at like the, it's not called the pulpit. Is it like the, where the, the preacher would be preaching there? It is hard to see from here. This is a very large room. Gentlemen. Okay. Gotcha. Hello. I'm going to turn on my uh, my light and take a look around this church. Okay. Um, if you point your light towards the, um, the elevated platform, there is a what appears to be a pedestal of some kind um, with a bowl, large metallic bowl, um, sitting on top of it. There are um, corpses on the back part of that platform lining the um what appear to be various instruments about six or seven of them um no main um what you would call uh, curator or um, leader of worship is apparent at this point in time what kind of ritual were they doing in this place here i have no idea mysticism's not my forte can we like well, see if there's any kind of like if they're doing any kind of like 
sacrificial stuff? Like if there's any containers where they would have drank anything to die at the same time or anything like that? The only container you see is the bowl on the pedestal. Uh, I guess we should see what's in the bowl. Okay. Can I do a scan or some kind of thing to figure out what was in it? If it's like any kind of dried remains? Um, roll investigate. And you're trying to do this from a distance? Is that what you're telling me? No, we like walked up to it at this okay. point. Um, if you walk up to it and you look down in the bowl and you shine a light down in the bowl, it is there are ashes in the bowl. Um, obviously something was burned here. Nothing, um, outright organic, but if you kind of turn your light in the right way, you can see a face in the ashes. Oh, if you continue to turn it. Um, so imagine the peaks on the ashes. So like if you bring the light over the ashes, there are certain peaks and ridges in the, the ashes. Um, and the sort of ridges along the outline of what would make the eyes as you turn the light, it sort of makes look like the eyes meet yours. And when that happens, you hear a loud thud behind you. I whip around to see what it was. It is a book. It, All right. Like, so, so it just fell off a wall or something. It fell off of, um, it looks like there was a small stand. Well, not small, but large enough to hold this book stand. Um, in the middle of this platform. So if you think about how the people are arranged in the, the room, there would have been people playing instruments along the back wall, some sort of um, leader of worship there in front of the book and something, whatever burning in this bowl in front of him. What does this bo- uh, book look like? Is it like a leather bound? Uh... It is obviously very old. Um, neither one of you have seen something of this make in a long time current modern books um, are printed on a synthetic material similar to paper, but it's, it's thinner, lasts longer, lighter Um, bindings are often made of metal, but this is bound in what appears to be some very um, dense material, almost wood like, but um, almost more scaly with, um, some sort of traditional um, vintage, you would think, um, binding. And the papers are very, um, they're coarse, yet you would f- they feel like they would be frail, but they're in fact still very sturdy. Is it covered in dust? It is not. And the language does not appear one to be one you recognize. Uh, what is, no, I, so there's I, nothing I, on the I, front? There is a, uh, there's symbols along the front and the binding. If it's a language, you don't understand it. So obviously somebody... There are 12 symbols, to be exact. Wait, say that again? There are 12 symbols, to be exact, on the cover of the book. Okay. Um, yeah, I ain't touching that. Well, you guys have already investigated it. He he was the one doing all this investigating. That's like fair. He he turned the thing, the book fell, he's looking at it. That's fair. If he's touched it, then good. He can have the curse. I don't want none of it. This is like, are you gonna, are you gonna take it? You gonna All right, it? so yeah, yeah, I picked up the book and I'm uh, I'm looking through the pages again. It's it's in a language you don't understand. Uh, I'm, can I use my uh, my communicator to kind of scan it? Um, you can. What if you play that sound? Try to decipher it. Oh, that's a good idea. So I play the sound. Okay. Um, when you play the sound, the book begins to feel warm. Um, and very quickly, um, each of you feel this, you, you feel warm, um, then slowly you begin to feel warmer, comfortable. You like it. Um, then am I paying myself right now? Everything starts to fade away and the sensation of pleasure grows stronger. Um, it's almost arousing. You feel what feels like soft touches across your neck and down your back, along your arms. And you feel as if you're laying there. And you continue to feel this. And the pleasure grows more immense and more immense. But slowly, the soft touch turns hard, like nails, like teeth. Then you begin to feel your flesh tear. And it 
still feels exhilarating. You, you're helpless to stop it. You feel warm, as if the blood is gushing from these wounds. Yo, can I make a will check? And then you snap to, and you're still in the church, holding the book. <clears throat> Alright, dude, never do that again. <laughs> well, I don't, um, I don't know how, what that was. Um, so I, I still can't figure out what the book says. No. Right. Um, but okay, so you do help. you do find that you have an innate understanding that this book is some form of codex. Hmm. So there's got to be a way to decipher this in here. Yes. Um, but as you continue to think, you hear more of that clicking and chattering and um, cooing. Um, oh, I think we got our friends back again. You have essentially you you realize you have been had. They sort of know where you are. Uh, well, uh, can I look for a back exit out of this building? You find one. Okay, well then uh, we should probably go that way. Okay. Do you make your way back towards the entrance? Um, wait, what? What do you, when you, you leave the back, where are you headed? Well, is there, like, what can we see behind the church? The same thing you saw everywhere else. Just nothing? Just, I mean, there are more, you see uh, what appears to be a few dilapidated buildings. Almost, they don't even have walls left standing. Um, more trash. You can probably hear the hum um, and clanking of the furnaces. And maybe even the whirring of one more of those machines out in the distance. Well, I think this is what we came for. So we should probably try to head back to the surface. Yeah, but that means we got to go through all those friends of ours. Um, well, let's try to sneak out through the back, uh, and then retrace our steps from there. Okay. Uh, like, is there like an exit to the back? Like we can head back around. I mean, this area down here, save the, the occasional furnace and large pillar, um, you know, steel pillar supporting the city. Uh, there's really nothing there. So, I mean, you could easily circle around It just takes time. Well, to say they won't find us just as easily that way. Uh, nope. Well, there's a. We know. We'll look at the facts right now. We know for a fact that there's a horde of creatures in one direction. We don't know what's in the other direction. Well, I think we should take our chances um, and go the opposite way. I agree. Let's take the long way around. Okay. So, are you heading another direction or are you heading back to the original entrance? Uh, well, you said it's pretty much all looks the same, right? We could mm -hmm. kind of like a big way around space. Towards... Yeah. So we're going to work our way around where we perceive the horde to be, like all the chittering and crap, and make our way back towards where we came from. Yeah. Apparently, it, coincidentally, I don't even know if it would be ironically, but the method in which they're using to locate you makes it easier to track where they are because they're making all this noise. So, um... Unless you stumble upon another... So they're kind group. of using like echolocation with yes. that clicking? Yeah. So unless you stumble into another group of them or decide to shine your light on the back of another one of those machines, um, it is feasible for you to make it around them and back towards that second level headed towards the gate. That is what we like to do. Okay. All right, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's try to communicate with Dan from here if we can. Okay. So you pick up that uh, communicator. Okay. So, um, are you trying to communicate with him on this base level, or are you waiting till you get up on the second level, or are you waiting till you get to the gate? Well, yeah, we're like, you know, um, we're running out towards the, uh, towards the second level, and we're starting to see if we can get anything to go through. All right. Like, I don't know if it's going to go through down here or what. Um, still below the plate, you try and make contact. Um the it can it establishes a connection so um daniel you on your ship your communicator your uh two-way radio or whatever starts to um ping uh answer okay um you get what is uh what is your intended message um marcus hey can you hear me daniel you get about every third word so i got hey here daniel Something like that, like, hey, Daniel. Come again? Roger, Roger. 
Uh, can you hear us? We need help. We're trying to escape this place. You hear, uh, can you help escape? Do you have any coordinates? I'll be there in a minute. You got, oh. you guys got back, uh, coordinates. Obviously the connection is not uh, fantastic, but there's some there. Should we wait till, what do you think, uh, Jace, should we wait till we get up to the second level to give him coordinates for the, make um, sure it actually goes through? Yeah, that might be best. You don't want to want him to go into the wrong location. Um, yeah, I guess just try to tell him that we'll hold on a minute. We'll we'll get back to him when we can. Dan, hold on. You got hold. Repeat. Can you give me coordinates? Over. Hold on the coordinates. Yeah, hold coordinates. I will hold for coordinates. Okay. So, um, as you guys get closer to the um the entrance in which you came in, um, those corpses that you piled up are gone. I wonder what happened to these guys. But um, there is no immediate threat apparent around the gate. Well, well let's, let's get go. on through. Yeah, to say, let's go. Okay. Um, this time, the panel, when you start trying to enter the code and hack your way through it, starts making a lot of noises. It is it, there are alarms going off. There, the lights on this side of the gate start to shine and flash. At which point, you hear a lot of clicking, a lot of screaming, headed your way. Oh man, what are we gonna do? We can't let these things get out. The um, um, gate begins to open very slowly. Uh, run me through this again. So Sorry. as he started fess- messing with the panel to get the door to open, it start alarm started to go off and it started to make a lot of noise, like. Okay. And then Um, a lot of clicking and a lot of screaming. All right. Well, you keep working on that panel. Uh, I will fend off anything that comes at us. And then once we get through, do your best to close it again. And we'll just, I'll stop anything from getting through. Okay. Do you have anything so you can see what's coming at you? I've got instinct, man. All right. I trust you. Okay. So, um, the gate begins to open slowly. Um, is there anything as, I can do to speed it up at all? Uh, you're trying, you're trying, you're trying, you're trying, you're trying, 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 trying. And the gate's now open wide enough for you to slip through. However, the noise is really loud. There's a lot of things coming at you. Okay, so I'm going to go through. Um, Chase, let's go. We can get out. All right, well, I will slip through after him and then turn around and... Uh, make ready to attack anything that comes through. All right, now I'm going to try to close it from the other end. Okay. Uh, you start beginning to close it. Comes th- One thing comes through. You manage to slice it down. Second comes through. You slice it down. Third comes through. Slice it down. It starts to close, starts to close, and then you hear something a lot loud, a lot louder, a lot bigger. And as it starts to close, something much larger, larger I would say at least... Uh, 10 feet tall. It's hard to make out the full-on size of it. It has thick, leathery skin, six fingers, each of which ends in like a fleshy point. No nail, just kind of like fleshy. Grabs, like reaches through the gate and attempts to grab uh, Jason. Okay, well, I will use athletics to hopefully get the fuck out of there. Okay, roll it. Okay, I got plus two, five. Okay. You manage to leap out just as it grasps around you. Uh, not around you, but tries. The gate pinches down on the arm, unable to fully close, and then the gate pushes and comes open, pushes, comes open, and finally closes, snapping whatever this thing's arm is off as it lands on the ground. Still trying to grab at you, but really nothing behind it to move it forward towards you. It's kind of the nerve signal still going off there. Mm-hmm. You All hear right, a, well, a loud bellow from the other side of the gate. Oh man, that was close. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take a second, catch my breath. Okay, what the fuck is that? Okay. Oh, I wish I still, knew. Is it still twitching? It is. Um, if you look closer, close, very closely at it, um, the scaly, leathery skin is actually what appears to be pieces of skin stitched together. Some sort um, of abomination. Does it look similar to the material that's entombing the book? No. Okay. You said they're both kind of scaly, so. Yeah. 
Oh, well, I kept that book with me. I, I yeah. intended to. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I'm just going to grab this arm. Here. I want to. Um, you can curious. take it, I guess, if you want to. We should call Daniel and have him pick us up. Because... Yeah, let's see if we can get any communications with Daniel, too. Okay. So, um, you try and try the radio out again? Daniel, come in. Daniel, can you hear me? Do I get anything? Yeah, you hear that. I'm here, I'm here. What are your coordinates? Oh, thank goodness. Uh, we're at 67, 32, 18. Wow, okay. Uh, he sends those coordinates. And that's where we'll wrap up this episode of The RPG Show Presents. What will we find out next time? What was that book? What were those things? Where did it come from? What was that building? Who knows? Tune in next time. See if we find out. Until next time, say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Deuces. Bye.